0: Good morning. Happy Friday, February 25th, and we're still looking at uh, Ukraine as the major, major news story. Um, Futures were down. I'm getting started a little bit late because there was some breaking news from China that Russia is willing to send a delegation to Minsk to, uh, from uh, what's that, Rochelle, Rochelle, Seinfeld reference. But they're uh, ready to send a delegation to Minsk to... um, have some peace talks over Ukraine. So that jumped the market from the futures down to the futures positive. Um, That everybody, you know, if you want to know the news, I'm not a political commentator. I'm not a a state department person. I I know nothing about political stuff. Um, So if you want to know that, go and and look at something, you know, some other podcast, but I'm just going to talk about, okay, we've got the news. uh, What's it going to affect? rushes on the ground, rushes it in there. Energy yesterday skyrocketed at the beginning. Then it sank. It just like a rock. I mean, you're talking five, six percent. And what happened was when energy went down, buyers started showing up. There were three days. um, Let me get to to my Twitter account to make sure that I I, I state this correctly. Um, But there, yesterday, was one of three days where the Dow turned around or the indices essentially turned around in the last 40 years. And that's the since the inception of the S&P 500 futures. Uh, there have been only three sessions where we opened down more than 2%, fell to a six-month low, and then rallied up more than 1%. The first was July 24th. The second was September 16th, 2008. July 24th, 2002, I should say. That's, um, uh, that was essentially, you know, listen, that's the dot bomb. That's, uh, you know, 9-11, not dot. Essentially, there were three times. When you look at those two times, and yesterday was the third time. September 16th, 2008 was the second. But when you look at those two times and you look at the third time, which is today, The first two times, it took um, 15 months. Let me see. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Let's look. Uh, When you look at that, is uh, the main difference. So, I'm I'm looking at my notes. Um, Essentially, it took 15 years. ...to get back to the the record level. So sorry I was so confused, but I was looking at something different. It took 15 years to get back to the levels where we were at, the record levels. So, uh, I don't think it's going to take 15 years to get back to the record levels. I do think that we see the record levels again at some point this year. Um, But it's, it's not a good omen. And yesterday... Uh, if you were watching some of the options moves, if you were there was big money. I mean, we're not talking minor things. Some of these names that aren't making money had enormous 10, 20% moves yesterday. It was all the ARK stuff. The ARK stuff was up seven, eight percent. So it it's 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 a it was a little crazy. Um today looks like it's going to be just as crazy. The VIX from yesterday went from 36 down to 30 during all this time. Um, I expect to see the VIX back up at 36 at some point. You're heading It's a Friday. You're heading into a weekend with a war going on. Um, there's going to be obviously news when the market is closed. So what I'm looking to do today. Um, oh, and by the way, let's pat ourselves on the back here. Nice job if you got Moderna. Um, I bought Moderna at 140, like I said on Twitter that I would do. Got out at 154. Boom, 10%. So nice job on that one. Um, Palo Alto. Got in, got out. Um, we're going to pick up this one, too. There's one that I I actually like. Um, Devin Energy. If you looked at uh, a few days ago, it it shot up to 58. It hit, it, it was, um, February 22nd. It hit 5803, uh, that was uh, after earnings. Everything got kind of got settled down. They had a tremendous earnings um, release. Uh, their P.E. ratio is 12.6. This is an energy company. I, I completely expect it to be up, up, back up at 58. Uh, I'm waiting for this one to maybe, I may put in an order today at 50. Um, to see what energy does again if Russia isn't cut off from oil if Russia isn't cut off from energy energy companies will still make a killing because things are just going in that direction um, you will not have a, a a energy drought like you did I, I don't see oil going back down to 70 I see it going to a hundred before it goes back down to 70 so um, the VIX is under 30. I, I think things are, are moving around here, but Devin Energy is one that I'm seeing at, at 50 um, to go back to 55. Don't be greedy. Take your 10%, be happy. There's a, another thing. If it doesn't, if you don't get that 10%, you only have to hold it for 12 more days, 13 more days, somewhere in that neighborhood. The ex-dividend date is 311. This thing pays a 7.58% dividend. Uh, so you're going to get rewarded kind of no matter what. Do I see this going to 40? No way. I don't see it going to 40. Do I see it going to 45? It eh, could. Um, but when I look at this chart on TrendSpider, um, there is a gap here between 44 and 48. 44, uh, I'm sorry. It's it's 44.28 and 44.87. Um, it, it is touching the 50 day right now. I might move my buy from 50 to 51 just based on the 50-day being at 52. It kind of pierced it. It looks like it's going to go back over that thing. Um, but again, in my mind, you're at a, a RSI at 49. This is going to go back above 50. It's an energy energy play. I think this is a good one. Um, yesterday, I said I wouldn't, wouldn't recommend individual stocks. This is one that I, I say, uh, let's swing it. Uh, this isn't a day trade. This isn't something where I think it's going to move 10% in one day. If it does, great. You know, perfect. You, you've done your thing. Um, but I do think that that dividend is worth uh, hanging on to. Again, it's trading at about 53. I might put it in at 51 or 50 today. I'll let you know on Twitter. Um, Let's see. Taiwan issues. Here's what I'm I'm hearing. Um, and and yesterday, if you took a look at the fang names, they did fly. A lot of the tech flew. I think the Nasdaq was up almost three percent. Um, one of the things that was asked of me was Apple, and Apple's a a you know core holding in my portfolio. I think it's about thirty forty percent of my portfolio because uh, I just don't want to put my money in the bank. I've always put it into Apple. I said, okay, if I'm going to get an iPhone, new iPhone every year, new computer every every you know every couple of years. Uh, an iPad every couple of years, the AirPods, um, the Apple Watch, all of that stuff. If I'm going to do that, I might as well put my, my savings into Apple because I'm locked into that ecosystem. Um, if you noticed yesterday when we started to rally, Apple was the one reluctant stock. It was still down while the NASDAQ was up. Uh, one of the reasons for that is because of China. And China with Taiwan is one of those tricky situations. And and that was always the thought was, when Putin entered Ukraine, is China just looking at the world to see how they react to see if they could get away with taking back Taiwan? Um, It was said that that Trump had told Xi while he was in office, if you make any moves towards Taiwan, I will bomb the hell out of Beijing. I'm not sure if that actually scared... um, uh, Cheap or, or not the, the reality he's never confirmed it he's never said it who's to say that he ever did say it maybe he didn't and he's you know his folks are just putting it out there to make him feel tough that's trump's playbook um so i wouldn't put it past him not saying it and just putting it out there in public um she has never said anything of it i don't know that she is scared of anybody to be honest with you the way he's gone into um hong kong and and You know, Jack Ma, everything that goes on in China, I don't consider him to be scared of anybody. But um, the reason why Apple stock was reluctant, in my opinion, yesterday is the Taiwan situation. Apple would be probably the biggest Dow component that would be hit if China made a move on Taiwan and the administration and the U.S. were to put sanctions on China similar to what they did to Russia. Um, Again, I don't think it would be the same thing, but there would be probably similar things. What would happen is Apple employs over a million people in China and their ecosystem and their their supply chain is heavily reliant on China. So if something were to happen with Taiwan, you could see Apple stock pull back, you know, 30%, 20%, maybe even 40%. So I think that's why Apple was reluctant. Um, Carter Worth of Worth charting also, and I retweeted this. There's some technical things in the charts on Apple that indicate might not hold up at least these levels. Um, do I see it going back down to 120? No. I don't think anybody sees it going to 120. It could hit the 150 mark. You're at 163 today. Um, I, I think it's it's more likely to dip down to one under the the 160 mark than it is to go back to the 180 mark in the next couple of days <clears throat> but um, I, I I do see Apple as a $200 stock by the end of the year. I, I still continue to say that. I think it's huge uh, But that's the biggest uh, risk on Apple right now and personally that's my biggest fear right now um, So remember Oil, Devon Energy, I, I think that's a good one. Chevron, Nexon, great dividends, uh, great plays for oil. I don't think that they're overvalued. I, I think you'd be perfectly happy holding those. Um, I would go in with about 10, 15% of your, your initial buy um, in the next couple of days if you wanted to get, start a position on those. MPLX, um, let's look at uh, MPLX on Trend Spider. This is one that I own for the... I, I think it's an 8% dividend right now. Um, but I do think that MPLX is is a good one to hold. Uh, and TrendSpider is, unfortunately... Um, I've got to re-log in. TrendSpider was asking me to re-log in. So, uh, let's look at MPLX on TrendSpider. And my apologies for some technical delays um, today. I thought I was ready. MPLX has been in a slide ever since we had a buyout on February 18th. I'm sorry, February 17th in the afternoon session. Um, We had a significant buy on this one. It looks like it pierced the 200 day on my chart. The the RSI is at 33. This one's significantly oversold. Um, Let's put our dividends on. Yeah, dividend just got paid. So that's typically why you're you're piercing the 200. Last time it pierced the 200, it kind of continued down for about 10%. And then it swung back up. So you went from 30 to 28 um, and change. That's where we got a buy-in. I kind of expect the same thing. This would put you at about a $29 buy. Uh, I think I'd put in a buy at $29. I think you'd hit it. And I think you'll do fine with that one, to be honest with you. Uh, that's MPLX. Now, on to the big play that I think you can do today that I'm going to do. CrowdStrike. Um, CrowdStrike is uh, cybersecurity and Palo Alto, we just played around earnings. You know they blew it away. CrowdStrike is uh, the world class in, in, you know, it's not the biggest. Palo Alto is the biggest, but CrowdStrike is right there with them. We had a buy on our algorithm yesterday at 183.17. CrowdStrike today is trading below that. Um, Let's bring it up on Active Trader Pro. Actually, it just popped 185 in pre-market. So, uh, I put in an order. I didn't get it um, at 183. Um, I missed it this morning. I had an order in last night for 178 in the aftermarket. It did not fill. Uh, I'm going to put in an order today. I've got an order in for 183. I think it'll hit 183. Um, the actual buy is 183,17 on the algorithm. This is one where uh, their earnings are coming up on March 9th. Um, I think you know again, we're looking for a 10% pop on this one. Uh, you're looking at the NASDAQ hitting the 200, you know the 20% level. What happened yesterday was the NASDAQ went into bear market territory, which is a 10 20% downturn. 10% is called a correction. is called a bear market. When a bear market happens, you typically see hurt all over the place. It continues to linger, it continues to go down, blah, blah, blah. What you're seeing today is a pop-up. Yesterday and today is a pop-up. Yesterday it hit that 20% and boom, it popped up. Big money came in. Um, I think you're seeing it again today where big money is coming in with the peace uh, initiative uh, talked about in China between Russia and the Ukraine. Um, Things are happening. Everything seems to be turning around. I don't want to say that this isn't a quote unquote bear market trap. And what the bear market trap is, hey, we've got a couple of updates. And you saw this in 2020, even when we were way, way down. There were a couple of days where it was like, oh, I made a ton of money back from yesterday. But you didn't make the whole thing. We're not making the whole thing back in these past couple of days. You're not even close. You still got a long way to go up. So you might be seeing that, but in my mind with CrowdStrike um, and Palo Alto, uh, Zscaler, which is another cybersecurity, um, they they announced earnings today and they are down. Um, let's see. Zs, I think is the uh, symbol. Um, Zscaler. Yeah, they announced earnings. They've gone down from 263. They're at 232 right now. Um, they announced earnings uh, and they gave kind of lukewarm guidance. They're not making money either. I completely expect CrowdStrike to um, probably give some good guidance, especially with the Russian situation going on. They're trading under the 200-day. You had a death cross back on December 2nd. Their RSI is right at 51 right now, but the day before um, it touched down to 35. Uh, You've got a MACD cross up right on the oscillator. In my mind, you're seeing a, a $205, $210 target on this one. Let's pull it back to its its recent highs. Um, right there. You're seeing a, a a significant volume shelf here in the 180s. Uh, but there's also a volume shelf here at 205. Um, I, I think in my mind, that's where you're looking at is the 205, 206 mark. Uh, if I can get up to there, I'm close to the 10%, um, I think you easily go to, you know, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of, of 210. So, again, trade with a plan, look at it. Um, I think this is a good play. This is one that I would recommend for today, Strike. Try and get it at the 180 mark. Um, again, we, we've kind of seen it pop up here, so I, I don't know that we're going to see the 180 mark. Um, with continued talks on this. Um, one of the things that I do want to point out too is oil is going down. You're down 1% on oil today. Uh, it, it's, it's under 100. The WTI crude is at uh, 92. The ice brent crude is at 97. Natural gas is the biggest loser of the day, down 3% on the futures. Um, again, if Russia is able to come back into the fold, there's the sanctions are lifted because they they... Pull out of uh, uh, Ukraine, then I think you're 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 probably looking at a fairly big update today. Um, Russia announced that they've surrounded Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. Um, so you're not seeing uh, uh, You're seeing casualties. You're seeing actual um, fighting on the ground, and you're seeing a, a significant amount of uh, law, human human lives lost. So, uh, if they can put a stop to that, I think the market would pop, uh, again, CrowdStrike, Devon Energy are my two plays today. If you want to know more and, and see what I'm doing, uh, follow me on Twitter, daily stock pick three, I think is the name. Um, but I've got it in the podcast link. Uh, if you just look, if you're listening on Spotify, if you're looking, listening on Apple, um, I put the, the link up there. Uh, but, if you need me, um, you can always write a message on the podcast. You can always send me a Twitter. You can follow me on, um, on uh, Instagram. Uh, I'm, I'm there for you. So have a great day. Have a great weekend. Uh, and good luck.